Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. You can find me on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. Spelling G-A-E-L-A-N-T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. Welcome to episode 115 of the Galen Trombley Show. And I got a, a guest that couldn't have been more timely because we had this scheduled uh, a few weeks before uh, the big announcement. But uh, Montisha Prather is here. And and actually, and I was when I found out about this, I got super, I was really excited. And so this past week, we had the, the uh, web, or past weekend, we had like the webinar for the um, Chamber of Commerce Virtual Awards. And you got the 2021 Trailblazer of the Year Award, which congratulations. And for people who do not know you, just say hi. And Hi, this is Montisha, <laughs> and thank you very much. Um, I was pretty excited uh, to have the nomination and uh, be awarded the, the Trailblazer Award. So it's been a great weekend and carrying it right through. So, so I was pumped when he did it because I'm like, she's literally coming on this week. I'm like, this could not have been timed any perf- more perfect because none of us knew. And I just asked you kind of, when did you find out? And you said, what, December? Yes, it was the middle of December. And of course, as you know, because you are a recipient of the award too. I was the reigning and now you're the current. So yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's something that we uh, keep private until the event happens. So everybody um, is surprised when the announcements are made. So who called you? Ah, uh, Christy Kennedy. She did. Okay. Yes, she did. Because Jody called me last year. Okay. Now you knew about the award, right? You knew what it was. I did. Okay. But sometimes I do uh, events for them, so um, I thought that she was calling that she was going to send me or maybe ask me to go do another photo shoot or something for them. So I had no idea that that's what the the call was about. So we're obviously you. I'm assuming excited. Yeah. Oh, very excited. Oh, yes. So, <laughs> so I I always felt I I felt bad because when um, Jody called me. I didn't know what the award, I never heard of the award and not, not, not the chamber's fault. Just, I was not as involved as I probably should be in the year prior. I was supposed to go, but it was Gina's birthday. So I made the good decision not to go. There you go. Not the dragger. So, um, the year last year or 2020 was the first time I'd ever gone. Oh. And it's a really fun event. Oh, and amazing. Uh, so, okay. So you win this award, which is awesome. Did anybody know about you winning or did you keep it completely hush? Um, I kept it completely hushed to everybody, but my parents and my son, I did tell them the day that, um, I got it just, and I told Kent Backus because, um, that day that you were getting it. Yes. Yes. As soon as I got off the phone with, uh, Christy, um, I shared it with Kent just because I knew that, uh, she was going to also share it with him. So, uh, just to be able to coordinate because it was different because it was virtual this year. So that was back in December. That was back in December. Yes. And then your parents and son was literally Saturday. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Were they obviously excited? Oh my goodness. Yeah. (laughs) Very proud. And it was a a special moment. So did you find it was hard not to tell people? Very hard because it was something that was, uh, you know, so exciting and uh, it's a a proud moment for myself and I wanted to be able to share normally you're out telling everybody, but I think that the suspense and when it was, uh, you know, set over the, the computer that that's 
what it was. So it, it, it was awesome. It's the be- it's the best part is when you like I, I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell Gina. I mm-hmm. didn't tell anybody at the office. Mm-hmm. Um, I told if you were not at the chamber and your name was not Aaron Benner, you did not know. I told, the only reason I asked Aaron is I'm a good friend of Aaron and I knew he had one prior and I had never been. So I'm like, so Aaron, so like this award thing, and I wasn't even trying to say it. God, I'm like, so this award thing, like, what do people do at the award thing? Because I was trying to get them to just talk about when they do awards. I'm like, oh, do like the winners have to give speeches? Like, I was trying to like not tell him, but of course he like literally bear hugged me and knocked me off the chair. So he was excited <laughs> about it. But um, no, I think it's really cool. So kind of tying that award in, knowing what it stands for, and now knowing it's a really big deal, um, especially locally, because you recognize that of not just banking, not just, you know, community bank, but everybody, which is neat. Um, tell us what you do. Like, what, how did you get to be, how do you think you got to be the 2021 Trailblazer? And I don't want to make it just the award, but it, you know, it is pretty new for you, so it's cool. No, I, uh, that's a great question. Um, I think that it has um, a lot to do uh, with me in my position that I'm in. Uh, not that it has to do with that necessarily, but I think for what I've worked up um, to be in my position mm-hmm. with my company, um, being out in the community and being able to service uh, different um, events that are going on. Um, I'm also uh, furthering my education. So uh, for me personally, I think it's, you know, you're always in a state of learning and you want to keep uh, that going forever. Um, so you have to keep striving to make those things happen. And I think that I've been putting a lot in place so how long have you been at Community Bank? It's been four years. Four years? And yes. what did you do prior to that? Uh, prior, I was in their insurance company. And then um, before joining Community Bank, I worked for Jabut Insurance Agency. Oh, okay. Yeah. With, and, with uh, Jared? Um, actually, with his uncle. Oh, okay. The other, the other yes, okay. Yep. Marty and Jean. And they were actually uh, the ones that got me uh, licensed uh, to sell insurance. Okay. I went down to Bryan and Stratton School to get that licensing. So, okay, so you've always been kind of in the business space for a while. Yes. Since, since uh, now, um, you grew up in from Florida. Was that a long time thing or that? Uh, my dad was in the Air Force. Okay. So I was born in Florida. We moved about every uh, two to three years. But when we came um, to Plattsburgh, uh, we cl- uh, were here when the base closed. Mm-hmm. And we had the, well, not we, my dad had the option of moving one more time, but um, he was able to get out because he had 24 years um, in service. Okay. Uh, so he got out so I could finish high school in one spot. So I went to Seton Catholic Central. Yeah. And um, I finished, and then I stayed here uh, at Plattsburgh State, uh, ran track uh, for the school, mm-hmm. and then that was that. So now you're kind of, we'll call you a townie now. Like, <laughs> yeah. Now you're like, you're in, you're in it. Yeah, yeah that's um, right. <laughs> so the, uh, well, the other thing was, I I mean, I, I know um, Seton just because uh, my wife and her her family and all her friends. So now I've, I didn't know a lot about Seton. I know way more about Seton now than I ever have, which is, which is good. Did you go to school with Derek or Gene? No, yeah, so I actually went to school with both. Okay. Um, like you were in that like age group, right? I was in the older age group, but yes, okay. I was in there. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. You're, I mean, you're, I just want you were kind of at, around that same but time. But at period. the same time, yes. And actually, that was when we were on Court Street. Yep. It hadn't made it out to the base yet. Yeah, so. you were in the... Yeah, Jean told me many, many um, days of like running up the stairs and like being late to class. I think she was on like, was it the fourth floor uh, or something? Yes. The high rise buildings. We've all been there. <laughs> um, so then you went to Plattsburgh State. And mm-hmm. the, the other thing I wanted to ask you about Plattsburgh State is I went one day and I'm, I don't know, we're in the field house and you're, I think we were there for a soccer game. We went inside and we're doing something. And of course, Gina played soccer there. And 
our kids are kicking the ball around. So I like look up and I'm like, oh, there's all the track and field records. And I'm going through and I'm like, okay, Verky, 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 Verky. Chris, Chris, obviously seems like he had every record at some point. Yes, and then I does. see your name up there and I was like, one, I didn't even know you ran track. And then two, I'm, two, I'm, like, I'm like, wait, is that, is that Monti- uh, Monticia? So I didn't, didn't, I told her I butcher her name all the time, but Monticia, I said, did she run track? Is that her? And she goes, oh yeah, yeah. She was a really good runner. So what did you, what, what did you do? What was your. So I was a sprinter, but my uh, sport that I most excelled in uh, was a 400 meter run. Okay. So that's one time around uh, sprinting. But yes, my name is up there still because I go and check on it too. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) it should be up there three times, one for individual and then two uh, relays. Yeah, and I, like I said, I saw you multiple. So what, what was your uh, what was your time? What's the world record uh, I did that or school a record? A little bit under a minute, and that was an indoor record. That's so. insane. Yeah, I've <laughs> I know I can't run that fast and never have. So I'm like, I always picture knowing how fast a sub one minute is on a track. That's fast. Like I think if I went as fast as I could, do you think like one fifteen is that doable for a four hundred meter? Yeah. Yeah, not maybe not that. like right this second, but like you know. Hey, I'm always up for a race. Let, if you want to train? No, you would smoke me. You would absolutely smoke me. I'm, I'm like, no, and I don't want to train either for it. I, so, but I'm thinking like I could pro. So like, because you're talking one time around, there's not a lot of time to make up time. No, that's and, the thing. Like if you run, someone runs it in a minute fifteen, you're running it thirty percent or twenty five, thirty percent faster. Yes, it's a fast race. Yes. It is, it's a fast race, but it's one of the most exciting too, because you don't really have time. Yeah. Either once you get out of the, yep. Once you get out of those blocks and you get around that first corner, you're in the zone and you just have to pick it up from there. So do you still run a lot now? I do. Um, I have a, some, a friend of mine, we go out in the morning, uh, about five forty-five, six o'clock and we run uh, oh. three miles at least five times a week. Oh, wow. Good. Yeah. Karen Sherman. So oh, yeah, I'm thankful, yeah. thankful yeah. for her. Um, yeah, I was going to say, she's usually pretty active with, with um, sports. No, I'm also another Plattsburgh State alum. Exactly. I, I know Karen from uh, the old Chazy days of coaching, so she yes. coached there for a while. Yes. Um, now, what got you into track? So I have been running since I've been in about the third grade. Um, saying that my dad was uh, in the Air Force, we used to live in Spain for three years. Oh. And I started entering uh, marathons when we lived over there and that's when my career really started and then I've just been a runner ever since. Can you speak Spanish? Not fluently anymore unfortunately. Could you back then? Yes because it was good for me because I was um I was young Mm -hmm. and children normally uh pick it up at a you know faster pace Mm -hmm. and I went to an American speaking school but then we would have to trade um throughout the year and go to a Spanish speaking school for a little while. So, uh, yeah, but I've lost a lot of it, unfortunately. Was, do you remember, was that intimidating? Going to a school where you didn't know the language? Oh my goodness, yes. I couldn't imagine. I just, I just assume, I mean, I took years of French and I don't know much French. Yeah. I can get around Montreal. Like if I saw signs and stuff, but you asked me to speak it, pff, Yeah. Forget I it. did better in school on paper, like in class than actually being able to still fluently it's, it's, speak. It's like the enunciation part. I don't get it. I like enunciate. I'm like, you don't want me enunciating anything. I'm like the world's worst speaker. The fact that I have this like podcast goes to show that anybody can do it because you don't have to be a good speaker hey, to do this. no, it's awesome. It's, and it's actually really, it does flow back and forth. <laughs> just and, let it roll. <laughs> that's right. Um, so um, now what is your job description? I mean, you're a branch manager at the Margaret Street branch. Correct. Um, new position, right? Your new wish, right? Yeah, it's, it's been a uh, seven months. 
Okay. And Very, like it? Yeah, I love it. No, no, no regrets getting that position. Nope. I am all smiles and ready to see what the rest of the year brings. Um, well, before I ask you what you do, are, are you the nicest banker that there, that's around? Uh, 100%. Okay. Yes. I don't think I've ever seen you have a, anything but a big smile on your face. So I just figure you're one. That's why I wanted to bring you on. Like you're, you're one of the nicest people. I always, and you're at everything. So it's like you see her and just a smiling face and always say hi. So thank you. Um, so what is the a community bank? What do you do as a branch manager? So um, I am in charge of our um, operationals uh, inside the branch. I have nine employees that mm-hmm. um, help me service our customers, which I'm always grateful for. Um, I handle uh, business loans, personal loans, mortgages is a big um, to do uh, for me in the loan department. Um, And then any kind of account opening and other, uh, you know, transactional things customers might have. So I'm kind of like in everything, I guess you could say, but um, I have a lot of help from my staff too, which is great. So um, again, so I'd say you're calling a lot of the shots day to day and overseeing it, running the meetings, kind of running the program. Exactly. um, Do you find that being in a leadership position, is is that come natural to you? Is that a little bit of a challenge? It comes naturally. Um, I like to, you know, again, it's um, a learning experience for me. So I'm learning as I'm going on, but um, I do uh, like to be able um, I don't think it's that you need to be in control, mm-hmm. but I just like the portion of being able to cultivate with my team and my customers in order to bring us to a higher level. So I like that portion. Are you pretty strategic? Yes. And do you like that kind of stuff? Like um, thinking about um, one of the things now, like kind of being thrust into like a leadership thing. I was just talking, Nick was in uh, my assistant that was here. We were jamming for about an hour and a half this morning on like good stuff, but it's mm-hmm. like, it's problem solving and it's like, you know, I find that it's harder, not necessarily to do the day to day, but to sit down with nothing else to do and just think and plan. Cause it's tough. It's tough to sit and think. And I find as a leader, a lot of the times you're the one coming up with the ideas and you have input from people for sure. Exactly. But to sit there and like, I think it's so hard just to sit and focus and think and really make your brain because I have a hard time thinking at times because my brain goes every which way and to sit there and really focus it and be in a headspace to think well for me is always a struggle because I sometimes I really have to be in the zone or like I don't know sometimes like whether it's coffee or you know a glass of wine whatever it is just to relax and quiet or music or whatever but do you find that like thoughts come to you easy do you struggle for that are you a good you know focus I hey I get this done and I can make it happen I analyze a lot, so thoughts do come to me uh, very quickly, but you made a good point because other people, uh, you know, you give, uh, you reflect, and then you receive feedback from other individuals, so um, I like that portion because I might have, you know, different thoughts coming through my head, but then I can, um, you know, have a meeting, form a meeting, and uh, be able to discuss it with you know other individuals and then we can all together come to a solution to what we're trying to do so because every day is different you know so how does it how does the banking world work so you're a branch manager how does yes. that different from the one upon root or i guess is it root three is the technical term exactly. it's not smithfield but root three yeah so they're doing the same operation mm-hmm. um that we are uh you, you know right now um our lobbies are closed, so we are servicing um, from our drive-through, but we're able to uh, still do the mortgages, still do the account opening. We just had to think of a different um, strategy, which we have um, complete uh, 
commitment, you know, from Community Bank in order to place procedures um, that are going to work for us. Uh, and then sometimes, you know, we have to add to it just because of the different locations. But yeah, they are doing the same um, operations that I am. So being kind of a, like a national bank, if you, because Community Bank is national, right? I can it say is, that, right? Yes. It's all over the country. Well, uh, we're on the uh, Northeast. So oh, we it is. are okay. in... Um, Vermont, uh, New York, which is our uh, prime base because we're in different regions, the North Re region uh, down um, in the Syracuse area. Okay. Uh, we're in uh, Pennsylvania. So we're growing in our area. Uh, we have over 240 branches. Okay. Uh, so that that is a plus. Oh, I actually, I didn't know. So it's, it's primarily Northeast. Correct. Yes. Okay. So from like, I would call like the mothership of wherever the main headquarters are, what is your day to day? How much of it is branch dependent and how much is it, um, I, I guess, uh, we'll call it headquarters okay. dependent, meaning if your day today, if they say, hey, or say year or month and your plans and your day today, how much of it do you have, I, I would say, full control or decision making process on that side versus what you have to do from a banking's perspective? And the reason, again, I ask is here there's nobody telling us what to do. I kind of have to figure it out myself. Right. Meaning I don't have, um, there's some places if you franchise, you have people that like, here's kind of a game plan and kind of how you, you follow it. Mm -hmm. Do you have a lot of that or are they pretty hands off or they, they have a lot of like I say control, but do they have a lot of input into what you do? So we have policies and procedures that we have to follow, mm -hmm. but on a day-to-day -day basis, um, you know, as long as we're in line with what the company is expecting us, then it's it's on us to get the, the job done. And we're in different regions, so, you know, something might work uh, up in Plattsburgh, New York, but as you were saying, uh, headquarters may be down in DeWitt, and those branches, it's a little bit different. Um, we do have uh, things in place to help us, but we're not, um, you know, just dependent on that. So they give you a lot of rain to like free yeah, rain to do what you exactly. want. Exactly. Um, so what is the best part of working in the banking? Oh, the customer service, being able to talk yeah. to people um, when you are helping individuals out with, um, you know, the mortgages and the other loans. Um, it's just the uh, good feeling to be able to uh, meet people's needs. Do, do you, is that kind of a background you think you have? Or is that, is that again, something that comes natural to you? Uh, something that comes natural because I do like being out uh, talking with people. So that portion um, feels easy to me. So networking's fine with you. Yes, it is. Cause I have some people that say they just, and again, I think it's a, like it's fear. I kind of had to get over too. And, um, but you going to like an after hours or going to an event, that's like, that's your jam. That is what I like to do. Okay. Yes. So like you have no problem rolling up on people you do not know and saying, Hey, I'm so-and-so here. This is our company. This is what, you know, trying to meet you and yes, everything and else. Like even like the business after hours, uh, you know, prior to COVID, um, I would go to those and meet new people, but then also connect with other people that, you know, I might've lost touch with. Mm -hmm. So those are definitely good opportunities. Um, so did you ever think getting into, did you ever think banking was going to be where you'd end up? No. Because I think as like a kid, I thought about this. I didn't want to do real estate as a kid. And like, you talk about insurance, which as a kid, you're like, eh, it's not that. Because we just talked about your son, you know, being kind of, you know, I would say a, a close to being a young adult or a young adult, you know, and uh, you kind of listen, like, I doubt if you ask me, he's like, I want to be in insurance or banking or real estate. So usually as a kid, you're like, what did you want to do before? 
I mean, oh were you ever into that space? Goodness. Um, I will. I started out um, thinking that I was going to be a teacher. Okay. And then um, I was in school for it at Plattsburgh State, but then I started thinking about it and um, it wasn't really what I wanted to do. So then I turned uh, to business administration. Uh, really, the human resource side is uh, my what I thought that was going to be a specialty of mine, but now I'm pretty happy where I am. Um. Okay, so did you go in undecided to school or were you in in education? Uh, I was in education, yes. Because I went in undecided. My mom was a teacher and dad was in real estate. And I was like, I don't know if I want to be teaching or business. And then I ended up punting to business, not real estate, but just business. So very very similar path, um, kind of very similar, I guess. And like ended up kind of where we are now. Um, Now you're going to Champlain College for human relations and organization development degree. Correct. I'm in the last five weeks of my <laughs> So, my so you can see it. <laughs> yeah. Is this it? Then you're done? And this, this is it. I'm done and I graduate in May. So Do you have the same feeling now as you did when you were an undergrad? No, it's a totally different experience, okay. which is, I mean... I mean, excitement level, like I'm almost there. Oh, that is definitely there. Okay. Because I, yeah, I can see the, the end of the road and it, it feels pretty <laughs> good to have spent the last uh, year and a half working on this. So I'm pretty excited. So are you, you're going to be happy though when you're done schooling? Yes. Okay. So I'm assuming this is something that's going to obviously be something within your field that's, that's a benefit. Yes. And- I'm getting also a leadership uh, certificate with the degree. Okay. So it's uh, um, helping me a lot in my role right now to uh, continue uh, my education uh, with working with individuals. And So w- what do you do? And we talked about, you know, banking, that's, that's how I know you from, but um, I think if people... You know, if we talk about, I love talking about business stuff, but I think some people kind of eyes glaze over a bit. So what do you do outside of business? Like what's a fun, what's a thing, day off, weekend off, summer off, whatever that you like to go do? Uh, well, if we weren't in the winter, cause I'm not really, uh, into winter <laughs> sports or being outside when it's really cold, but, um, you would probably see me rollerblading a lot. Um, I love okay. coming over to the bike path and putting on headphones and just going for, I would say I could do about four or five miles on that. So that's one thing, recreational. Now, do a lot of people rollerblade still? Um, I don't. I find that it's like a lost art. It is, and it should come back. <laughs> I mean, I, I grew up. I had I had rollerblades, not the roller skates, not the double, no, but the yeah. rollerblades. Yes. Yeah. The I found the roller skates kind of dangerous because it just seemed like an odd. It almost seemed like a bumblebee when bumblebees have like their their big like relative to their wings. I think like rolling on a roller skate with like four wheels seems odd. And then the stopper in the front. Yeah, and you're trying to cor- like curve and face did, down. Did you ever go to the place on? Was it Sharon Ave? Yes. Was that around? Like, I remember that briefly as a kid, but I don't know how long that was actually there for. Yeah. Well, back when it was really popular, I would just kind of like weave the streets of Plattsburgh. But now I stay off of the roads. As, <laughs> as you get older, you're just like, eh, take the safe route. I'm not as young, young and dumb as I was. I'm a little smarter now. So That's I, right. Um, especially because you want to listen to music. I'm here for recreation. Um, but every time I think of rollerblading, I think of um, Big Daddy. Uh, yes. Ever seen that scene when he like, throws a stick out? So anytime I see like rollerblading, I can all I think is of that. But again, rollerblading is one of those one of those sports that I think I would like to see it come back more if people did it. But I think a lot of it now is kids don't grow up as much as we did probably outside. Exactly. I'm, I'm assuming you probably spent a lot of time playing sports and being like outside and enjoying like like you said recreation. And I find now kids you know like gaming and stuff, which is fine. You can do your own thing, but you're starting to see certain things take a backseat or stuff that I think we grew up with that might have been, you know, more, maybe more um, 
commonplace or even events and stuff like you talk about like uh even as simple as like band in school or talking about like school functions i think kids are yes. punting those more because like i got other stuff i want to do right they have it, the video games and their friends and the youtube videos it goes on and on but i think a lot of that stuff has kind of taken a back seat also yeah it's just like those old those old things that we grew up playing like board games i talk about board games i have and i've said it before i got monopoly up there i don't really play monopoly i'm not very <laughs> I've, I've actually want to play it and uh, have you, do you play Monopoly? Oh my goodness, not anymore. But it's funny that you say that because my that, brother and I, we'd have that table up for days. <laughs> how, how long does Monopoly game take? Oh my goodness. Well, we used to just not pick it up at the end of the day. So <laughs> we would just, until it was over, we would go. But it should, I mean, it's a more lengthy one if you're just going to play it. Can you but, get it done like three hours? I would say so. Okay. Yeah. Everybody says like horse, oh, it takes forever. And I'm like, well, I, What's forever? Is that like ten hours? Oh. Am I like doing a full day shift trying to play this game? Or like, <laughs> like right. we start at like six, seven at night. We can get done by bedtime, right? But like, uh, yeah, depending how how, how many players you got and how monopolistic yeah. I guess you are. Right. <laughs> we we did a fun a fun thing here. We had like all the all the agents like, what's your favorite? Blah blah blah. And we went through and he said, what's your favorite board game? Ninety, I don't know, ninety plus percent of us said Monopoly. Wow. I said Monopoly. I've played Monopoly once in my life, and it wasn't <laughs> even by the rules. I mean, it kind of was. It was loosely based on the rules. So I bought the game. So I got a brand new box up there. I don't even think it's open. I think the plastic's still on it. I can't get anybody to play with me. I'm like, I feel like the kid. I feel like the little kid. Yeah, I'm like, do you want to play? I'm like, I don't like, it's either too long or everybody gets into fights. I'm like, let's not. We're going to play by the rules. We're just going to play. We're just like, I'm not going to get fight. I'm not going to beat anybody up. We're just plastic houses and little like trinkety toy things. And I don't know. So I just, I don't know. It seems like a fun game. And like, I'm in real estate. Why? I've never really played Monopoly. Well, I'll tell you the game now and that was and still is this uno yeah it's great yeah i try to put my my son who's three kind of gets it my yes. daughter is the like i'm going to wreck your entire like i'm just gonna make you mad at me dad so i'm just <laughs> gonna walk right through everything and don't care um no matter how many times you say my name so but uno is fun that is a fun one do you know how to play backgammon no okay random fact i just it, it popped up the other day i i clicked on it it was like electronic thing like, let me try to play backgammon. I was killing time. Like, I don't know how to play. It doesn't show you how to do the directions. And I have like didn't want to look it up. So I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I'm out. Um, it looked weird. It was like kind of like you move like these white and black chips and tiles back and forth. And then, like you could only move in certain spots. And there was no, I'm like, I have no clue. It's almost like um, not dominoes. What What's the game? You have like marbles and there's like wood little pouches and you move them side to side. Is there a certain game? It's, it's a name, and I, it, someone's gonna like will remind me. I'll remember at the end. It's not Domino's, but it's uh, it's like a wooden board, and they have these little like, and at the end is like a bigger cup or bigger like dip or whatever, and you push the marbles and or um, not marbles um. What what are those called? Like little stones, like little gems. I know what you're talking. They're not marbles, about. but yeah, oh, yeah. I don't know. Whatever they are, they're not marbles. Not round. And it has that like thing that goes. Yeah, and you, and you like the move rod. them. So if like we're playing against each other, it's like, yeah, like a little pebble rock thing and you move it and say there's two. So you go one, two. But if you move it and there's nothing in that hole, then you put it in there and then anything you have, I collect. So you collect all the, and then if you get it in the far one, which is like a bigger like pot, I don't know, like community pile thing, you get to go again. Huh. And if you go around the loop, then it goes to your side. So I keep filling it all in and it's a really cool game and I forgot what it's called. Oh, I don't goodness. know. Side, You're side gonna note. have to tell me because now I want to know. <laughs> I, 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 my memory is terrible, so I will try. If I get it, I will. I will message you on that and let you know. But it is absolutely horrific. Um, 
yeah, just very, very bad. So, um, okay. So besides rollerblading, do we have any like hobbies, any, you know, TV shows, movies, oh, music? Well, I don't know it, about you, but This Is Us gets me. Okay. Not your G- show? G- Gina, I don't watch it. Gina watches <laughs> there it. There you go. But she, but she ends up like almost tear- crying up every single time. Every single time. But yeah, that I'm still into Grey's Anatomy. I think I've watched that from season one all the way up to, I think we're on 17 now. Something of that and nature. You're, and you're caught up to that? I am. I DVR a lot because I don't get it at the time that it's on, but I will go back and watch it. So <laughs> Grey's Anatomy, I think I've watched one episode ever. Gina's caught up. I remember Grey's Anatomy. Now, when it came out, I was probably junior high or high school. Mm-hmm. And I remember it coming out and it was a big deal. People watched it. It was like one of the shows that like the next day kids were talking about it. And I'm like, doctor, guts, like gory kind of stuff. Not for me. I got a weak stomach with that. Um, but everybody loved it. And then here we are, 2021, and they're still making shows. And the girl's still there, right? Oh, Gray, yeah. Or whatever. Gray, yeah, she's still there. And I'm like, imagine like signing on to a TV show and being like, oh, by the way, the next 20 years, you're set. Thank you. This girl's going to be like, <laughs> she's she's literally going to like ride off into the sunset and be like, I never had to look for work ever again. That's right. Like, in well, a, in like, if you're watching it now, it's not too far away, but. <laughs> oh, is she like getting ready to die off? Is well, it, they're going we, through the COVID stages. Oh. So, and she actually is in it and is, uh, yeah. Got, got COVID? Yes. Or retract or retracted? Yeah, got, well, she got it. <laughs> I, I I don't want to say a lot if no if spoiler people are alert. not. Yeah. I, I I think I think what's the statute of limitations before you can say spoiler alert? That's like, is it a couple weeks? Is it like a? I don't. I yeah, mean, if it's like great. a day, I'm not gonna tell you last night's episode. But we're on the third week here. You should have watched it by now. I would hope so. Did you ever watch Game of Thrones? I did not. A lot of people have, but. So Game of Thrones, I'm in season seven. Ooh. I'm ter- I'm terrible. It's at like nine seasons. I'm terrible or season I don't know, eight whatever. I'm one, I can't focus on anything. So to sit down and watch an hour, like... Rough. Ugh, like, I like it. It's a good show, but like, I'm a, I'm like twitchy. So I never got through it. So then people are like freaking out when people are trying to tell them that... I'm like, listen, I haven't watched it in a year and a half. You can you can spoil anything because it's on me. I should have been caught up. I should have I should have sat down, got through the series, didn't do it. Now I kind of heard people are like, it's not that good at the end. I'm like, you know what? Good. You just saved me two seasons. There you go. I don't have to watch it. Exactly. The uh, one series I think I want to watch is Ozark. Hmm. Have you seen it? No. Have you seen Breaking Bad? No. Okay. See, I stick to what I know. That's that's fine. <laughs> I I mean like the Grayson so the great so you're more of like not as like action packed. You're more and I guess maybe Grays is kind of action packed. It is to yeah, to a point In it a has, medical it has world. drama, yes. It's kind of like I mean there's some like highs and lows. I'm it, sure there's some like emotional dramas and relationship dramas and life and death dramas like the typical yeah. Yeah, I never, I never, I don't know. I'm, I'm usually more of a comedic guy. Like, I like The Office. I watch it a gazillion times. Have you watched that? I have seen that. Yes. Okay. And I get it. That's Because we would have ended this podcast right here if you have not. You so. have to go. <laughs> so, f- future podcast guests, if you have not, well, listen Tune to in The now. Office. Yes, listen. Get it now in case I ask you. Um, yeah, so I'm more of a comedy guy, comedy guy, but like the longer series, like Breaking Bad, you got to watch. That's a good one. I heard that was And I hate too. being the guy saying, watch this, because everybody said it to me, and I'm like, no chance I'm watching it. But... This was pre-kids. I watched it. Okay. So it was good. Yeah. So like, I'm in a spot now that TV is more of a, you know. A luxury. We, actually, we watched a sports documentary the other day. 30 for 30. You ever watch those? ESPN? No. They're great. Do you remember 1998? Did you follow baseball at all? See, I do not watch sports on TV. Okay. Um, as far as I'll go, which I'm excited for, is the Olympics. But other than that, you won't see me watching. 
Okay, so this was it was the baseball. It was uh, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. And okay. They're doing the home run record. I know them. Okay. No, that's good. Do you remember the home run record <laughs> yeah. race? That's what it was about. I'm not going to go diving into it. That was what it was about. That I got through that whole thing, and that was almost two hours. I was well, it was two hours with commercials, which we could pass forward because again, we was it DVR record? Yeah, exactly. Whatever we did, we did that. So we got to go through it in probably an hour and forty minutes, which saves. It was great. It was like 20 minutes, but late at night when you want to go to bed, that's a nice 20 minutes to have. That it really that, is. Th- like that 20 minutes <laughs> makes a huge difference when you get older. Yes, it does. Um, the, uh, so, okay. So Olympic wise, Tokyo is the next one. Yes. That is summer. Mm-hmm. And it's still considered the 2020 games, even though it's 2021. Correct. Now, are you, do, are you one that just watches the track and field? No, I'll watch okay. it all. Do you become... An armchair swim expert during during the Olympics. Of course, everybody does. Like, yeah. can't believe his breaststroke looks like that. That's what a, right. What Terrible. a what a rookie. And meanwhile, I can barely get from one side of the pool to the other, That's, but I talk like I know what I'm doing. That's right. And like, honestly, his kick looks really strong right here. And uh, I always find that swimming always leads off. It's always the first half, and then the running is the second half. And usually, I follow swimming way more because the time the running gets in, it's like week two and a half or something. Yes, and I'm like, it is dude, late. my Olympic brain is going. In. But then I watch it, like Usain Bolt, and I don't know if the U.S. Amazing. is. I don't know if the U.S. is good. I always root for the U.S. Obviously, but like, but then in part me, I'm like, Usain's gonna, he's gonna crush you. So no. I want to watch him, but because yes. you got to just recognize some of these athletes are insane. And uh, but sometimes I get like Olympic fatigue by the time I hit the third week. Right. And. What is your favorite Olympic? Give me your top three events. Oh my goodness! I'm gonna say summer because you said you're not a big winter sports. I person. watched. Well, I watched the Winter Olympics. Okay. Um. Also, because I was uh, going to add that in because the gymnastics is always mm-hmm. out of this world. Yep. Uh, track and field and swimming. The yes, I agree in all of those. The only other one that I get really hyped over that I'll throw in there is beach volleyball. Oh, that is good. Beach volleyball is so much fun to watch. <laughs> that is true. And, and I think the fun thing is that's always on prime time. And I don't know if it's tape delay it, but I'm a sucker for beach volleyball. I'm not very good at volleyball, but I love watching it. And um, swimming is great. Race running is great. Beach volleyball is great. The thing is with gymnastics, though, I gravitate more to the women's gymnastics than the men. Yes. And I don't know what it is. Me too. No offense. I think the guy, I, I watch guys, I, like I've done some like working out stuff on the rings and it is very, very hard, mm-hmm. but there's a lot more, to, it's almost like women's figure skating. I have more interest in than men's figure skating, which is weird because I just think it's more iconic where if you look at like, there's not a lot of men gymnastics that I'm like that, you know, yeah, that guy was a male gymnast, but then you start hearing like the women gymnastics and of course us is a lot better women's team. Exactly. So I always get like really into just the woman side where the men will be on it but I don't pay attention as much no I'm you it's weird how like you gravitate to like even beach volleyball sometimes I go more towards the woman because they had Misty May and um uh, Carrie uh, I forgot her last name yeah but they were like they so were dominant amazing. so I kept yeah. watching like, I, I mean the guys were decent but they're gonna lose in like the like I don't know the quarters these girls are gonna win the gold so oh I'm like, I was in it yeah and actually, it's funny that you say that, because if I had to choose a fourth, it would have been figure skating also. Okay. And it either, uh, for me, it would be the pairs okay. or women. They seem to, Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. I, I think it's because the U.S. is stronger. Mm-hmm. That's where I think it is, because a lot of it, I, I tie around, obviously, our, our country. Um, the, the winter, though, I really like like skiing and snowboarding. 
Oh, wow. Um, like, I don't know why downhill skiing, I downhill ski, I'm not very good at it, but I like it. But I just think it's like a race. So you like, you hit the clock and you're just like watching them go. To be honest, it's a train wreck too. Sometimes they crash, but you don't want them to crash. But like part of it's like when they're up on like one ski going, like, oh my God, I'm stressing out here. And then when they do like the half pipe and stuff and all like they go down and do like the, the jumps oh, yeah. and the flips. Yeah. It just looks cool. It's like X Games all over again, but it's better because it's the Olympics. Well, it's and dangerous, so it looks. <laughs> if they could do that, then. <laughs> I mean, meanwhile, they, that's why they put curling at like MSNBC, like the yeah. one you never see. Because they're like, right. we're gonna really put the ones that are gonna hype people up, and then meanwhile, you it's don't like don't have to go to a commercial. <laughs> yeah, it's like you get the Norwegians, and they're rolling this block across the ice, and it's like, oh, it's kind of boring. Nobody knows the rules, like shuffleboard. Like it's fun if I'm on vacation with my parents and in retirement home, but not necessarily at the Olympics. Oh my goodness! But it's funny that you say that because. Uh, we have Disney Plus, so we watch a lot mm-hmm. of movies, and uh, we just watched Cool Runnings. My son, oh my god, really liked that movie. You dead yet? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great movie. That was a was it John Candy in that? Yes, John Candy is one of my all time favorites. But Cool Runnings was what the eighty eight mm-hmm. Calgary? Yeah. True story too. It was, and it was an amazing one. I just remember the guy with the egg, and he had like the egg, and he had like cradle, like. I just remember when they crash, and he just turned. I've got the guy's name. He goes, "You dead yet? <laughs> Are you dead, man?" <laughs> that was a, uh, yeah, it was pretty. Wild. I think they still have a bobsled team, right? They do. Which, I mean, I guess as long as they can practice, it's fine. Because you got to think, there a lot of them are sprinters. Yeah, like that's the transition to, um, bobsled. Because I think was it um, was it uh, who was the U.S. hurdler? Very good U.S. hurdler, and she went to um, she came to Lake Placid, and she was training. Is it Lolo or hmm. what was her name? Um, she was a hurdler um, in the Olympics, I think. Lolo Jones or Lolo? Am I thinking the right name? JoJo. She had a weird like it was a double name kind of thing. And I and I'm bad too with names, so now I'm blanking. But she went from she went from a uh, hurdling to. She was like the one of the, well, I mean, they all start with a sled, but she was kind of one of the power starters that right. were, I don't know, I'm sure she probably jumped in t- towards the back. Of course. But I think she was more of like, get us on a good start, hop in and just kind of stay and low and just, just kind of shift. Right. And uh, I mean, I've seen some of the banks on those things and. Pff, oh, it's scary. You're nuts, man. Those people are like, I have a very low, like when I go skiing, I'm the guy that like, I'm like, you know what? I'm a dad. I got to work tomorrow. Let me just have a little fun. Let me just coast, but I want to get down and be safe. <laughs> I want to be warm. I don't want to fall because I get wet. And um, I just, the people that have like no fear, it's just not me. And I see like little kids now being more in tune with little kids, seeing them just jump around and jumping off couches. And I'm like, you guys are nuts. Because I wasn't that as a kid. I was very no. cautious. I was like, I'm going to, I'll jump, but like, is there any danger? Okay, well, let's That's go. Right. Well, me as a runner, I never wanted to break a bone. Can't yeah. break a leg because I'm not going to be moving so fast. So I've never gotten into skiing, but it's, Quite the to do. So when you, oh, so were you that big into running? Were you just you? That was your focus. Yes. Okay. So even over the summertime, um, I still had to train uh, in order to not lose, you know, what I had uh, for the season before. So I would run year round and. Did you do anything besides sprinting though? In high school, like cross country, um, cross country, and I played basketball. But do, do you find like sprinting versus cross country is very different because different body types, different muscles, different like adaptations of your body. Right. So that There's, basically conditioned me in order to be where I was as a sprinter. So it helped me uh, more than anything else. Well, I think that's when you go back to like Usain Bolt, the fast, the fact that he could run a tent, what was it? The hundred, the 200, and then he did like the relay. Oh yeah. I'm like, that's insane that 
at that level that you, I mean, obviously still- that level, they can all run those races, mm-hmm. but at that world-class level, it, it's tough to do. Yeah. It's like Phelps in the pool. Like when he's so good at so many things, you're just like, these he, guys are insane. Do it. Yeah. It's insane. I always think that like one of the fascinations I have is with people that are really, really, really good at what they do. Cause then you like look at it and I like to study those people and could be sports, but a lot, sometimes it's business. Sometimes it's like philosophy. Sometimes I, like, I just like biographies and documentaries and trying to like learn from people that are high achievers. Do you have any of those people that you look up to? Like either could be well-known, they could be at the local level. They could be are there people that you have that are like, that's someone that I get a lot of knowledge from. I get a lot of knowledge from my boss mm-hmm. um, at work, Kent Backus. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has uh 33, over 33 years uh, experience in our field. So he's been a boss and a mentor, which has been great uh, for my uh, experiences that I'm having um, at the bank. So do you find that, that, do you work well having someone like that right there? I mean, I'm I'm assuming Kent is a phone call away for you at any point. So he's, you know, I'm sure he's pretty, uh, pretty welcoming for, you know, your calls or questions. But um, I mean, is that something that do you focus a lot around that? Are you very are you self driven to do stuff? Do you feel that you rely a lot on, um, like you do the work, but do you find that you rely or prefer to have collaboration versus like sit and think, or do you think? Because I know we kind of talked about this earlier, but um, what do you, how do you do your best planning or or thinking or implementing or everything? Is it? I'm definitely self driven, and you kind of have to be um, in the position that I am in. Uh, if I have, you know, something that's going on, I try to uh, figure it out on my own first, um, and then I can reach out um, and ask questions. But I always um, feel that it's important to gather as much information that you can on your own uh, prior to uh, reaching out to somebody. Do you overthink at all? Oh yes. You do? Yes. Are you one that over, I guess it's different because you said you're, you're very like, you analyze the situation a lot. Do you find that you either overanalyze or overthink to the point that it, it causes, was it kind of a, a paralysis by analysis where you don't do anything because you're thinking too much about it? Not, Not necessarily, that bad? no. Okay, but you, you're one where you factor in all the pros and cons and weigh everything and say like, like, I find that I make decisions based on going layers deep on that decision and see like, is it does it's almost like funneling something down, like water down, like a, a, a hose or something. Is there any point a leak that's going to come out where it won't get to the end? And if I'm like, the, or have you ever seen marble run? No. Okay. Marble run is this really cool game. That's not meant for 31 year olds, but I play it more than my <laughs> kids. It's this game where you build this like contraption up and it's all these like pipes and tubes and little like, obstacles and you drop a marble down it okay and it basically like it's like a thing in the mall and just goes around and it hits all these things and spins and drops and everything it's really fun i always like going yeah and it's like it's to be it's pretty addicting so and again it's not meant for my age it's meant for young kids um but if you're like that's what i feel like my decisions are is i try to like drop a marble down and make sure that it gets down to the bottom where if there's a point where i think that there's gonna be a failure maybe not necessarily failure, but something where it's not thought out enough and I know it's going to become a problem, then I like recalibrate it. Meaning like, sounds good, but is there some reason why this would fail or some reason why this is not polished enough where we could put it into play? Do you have that thought? Not necessarily. My thoughts are more, okay, if I'm trying to uh, accomplish something for somebody, Mm -hmm. um, I'm thinking of all the, maybe those like, 
what you're talking about, those like fires that could happen. I try to get them ahead and then try to solve it before I actually would drop the yes. ball down. And it's, it's kind of, it's a game. It's fun. Yeah. I always like play like I like a puzzle guy. Mm-hmm. Um, now, how do you stay organized during the day? Like, do you have any hacks, time management hacks, productivity hacks? Not necessarily. Um, cause sometimes my day doesn't start until after we're closed. Okay. So I can go out and I can help everybody with what they need. And then I come back when, you know, I have time on my own to, to kind of get things um, in place, but some things, you know, take precedence over other issues. So it's just about kind of like knowing where I'm at and what I need to get done. So do you, are you a list person? Not necessarily. I probably should be more of a list person. It's all up here. <laughs> so you got you are pretty like you got a good memory. Yes. Like my, I'm I'm saying my memory is so bad that I have to put down on a sheet of paper like what I want to do that day because I will blank. I like I think there's a problem with me in that sense. Meaning I like I know what I have to do, but there's stuff I totally forget. Right. But, I mean the calendar works too. So Outlook because I you know like today set the appointments mm-hmm. uh those types of things they need to be written down uh so i don't forget that but normally during the day i can say okay you know a b and c needs to get done and then i can prior i excuse me prioritize which one needs to get done first so are you a big calendar person yes i do i do utilize one on my computer and um one that carries around with me on your phone or hard copy like paper well paper phone and wanna <laughs> work on so, my computer. So, so I had a, uh, you know, you know, Alex Berry. Mm-hmm. So Alex comes on and Alex is like, I still use like a day planner and yes. she still writes down in paper. And I'm like, and again, absolutely brilliant person. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, like, so you just scratch it off. Is it pencil pitch? Oh no, it's pen. She goes, there's a lot of scratch offs oh. by the end of the day, by the end of the week. <laughs> and I go, I'm, I'm so much, I like lists. Like I like writing stuff down. Like I have a notebook to write stuff down for notes and to do's and stuff. But when it comes time to like my calendar is all digitized. It's like a, or digital. Yeah. Digitized. It's like Google calendar. Okay. So yeah. it's synced to my phone and synced to my computer. Oh, so I have one, I basically have one calendar that just syncs up. So everything goes on like that master calendar. Of course. But my to do list, like, okay, what's my, I typically write down five things I want to do per day. Mm-hmm. And those are the things I try to get done. Now, do I get them done all the time? Eh, probably about 10% success rate, but I would say out of the five, I probably get one or two or three done. So then you just keep every day, you just keep chipping away. Like I think you were saying before, like eh, tomorrow's a new day. Like if I don't get it done, eh, it, get tomorrow. That's right. And, um, but I'm a list person, but it's more list is pen and paper. Calendars digitize, hmm. digit, digitize, digitize. Is that how you pronounce it? I would go with that. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. See, I gotta say more confident. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's how right. you do it. <laughs> It's like, it's all how you carry yourself. I find that like, I think people know, we were just talking about like parenting. Like they think, kids think we know what we're doing. Like, honestly, nobody. I'm just rolling, man. Just Today was a new day. Yeah. Just, like, I just think of like the stuff I say now to my kids that make me think I'm like, my parents had no clue what they were talking about when I asked them that. But like, I was a kid, I was like, no, mom and dad said that was the way to go. And that's what you it just, is. You just took it as gospel. Like they're right. I'm wrong. So, um. Oh man, that's so. What is the parallels between being from parenting to the business world? Do you find that you have a good balance? Do you find you take stuff back and forth? I don't necessarily. Um, I think that I have a good balance that's going on. Um, I pretty much 
once I leave, I'm not carrying anything home with me. Um, there are times uh, maybe when I would go into the office on the weekend. Um, but once I get home, I'm pretty much ready to turn on the parent role. Um, my son keeps me very busy. He's very active. So, uh, you know, we're always out uh, doing things for him and uh, making sure all of the homework's done and all that good stuff. So how? So have you were this year part teacher at one point, right? Yeah. Kind of like teaching at home with you know. Yes. The, how was that? Well, um, I was fortunate enough. Why when it, we first went down, um, I was going home and and picking up the teacher role. But my dad is retired. Okay. So um, he is now uh, after a couple <laughs> weeks because I mean it was like seven o'clock at night because you still have to eat dinner. Uh, that wasn't the most conducive way for us to get uh, Jeremiah's homework done. So um, yeah, a few weeks in my dad uh, took over for me. So I was very fortunate and grateful for that. So now um, he does his work, but then I go home, I check it, we talk about it. Um, he shows me, you know, the art assignments and everything like that so i'm still on the um up and up but we're getting it done in a different way shout out to dad that's, yeah it's, it's like that's the one thing that you were saying the other day like we went out we went out to eat dinner when i say we were like like oh we're gonna go out to like irises or anthony's or latitude we're gonna go out and like have a nice like date night parents come over then we were both kind of like oh, man and of course we have you know fairly young newborn and she's like, I don't really want to be out too late. So we ended up going to Panera Bread. Uh-oh. And we went to Verizon so she get her phone done. And that was like a date night. It was there like an go. hour and a half max. I'm sure smiles are on your face. Well, it was like, well, it was like, it felt weird. Because you're like, we're, it feels like we're breaking out here. Like we're like out of the parenting realm. We're just wild out in this community and doing stuff like adults. And uh, and then the first thing, you know, was like, I just, you know, I just, I miss the kids. I want to get back. And it's like, it's such a weird dynamic because you, you plan on this to go out and then you go out, which is great. And I. I find I have an easier chance to relax out than she does because she's she's mom. So she's like, you know, and there's a totally different, there, there's a bond between a kid and a mother or a mother and a child that dads just never are going to have. Yeah. I mean, you, I love my kids, but yeah. it's like but when she's sitting there like, you know, with a newborn, 95% of the time with them, 5%, just, you know, she's doing a lot. And it, it's, uh, so you, you kind of see when she's like, no, I want to be with the kids. I'm like, you know what? I, I, let's go home. You know, like... An hour and a half out was good. Was good. Was good. A little refresh. We didn't, like you didn't have to be constantly like on edge and and watching. But but it, grandparents are are great, and they want to do it. Yes. And they usually don't charge much, which is good. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's right. <laughs> it's kind of like I don't know. Just got TV on. I'll just chill here. We're we're good to go. That's right. Um. Now, do you have any siblings at all? I do. I have an older brother. It's local out of the area? Yeah, he's uh, in the area also, um, and he went to see, and uh, he's two and a half years older than me. He's a counselor um, oh, cool. uh, up at, uh, in Raybrook. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I was going to say, it's nice to have kids that are about the same age, because that's one of the things, like, having a si I wasn't sure if he had siblings, because my sister's two, two years younger to the month. Okay. It was great. You just grow up really close to him, you know, yes. so it's nice to have, like, a good family dynamic. Um so do you have any plans? You're still a, we call a very young professional, Thank right? Thank you. The, uh, like, do you have any more plans as to what you want to do? Anything you want to do more within the company at Community Bank? I just want to keep growing. Um, I absolutely um, am loving my position uh, right now. Um, I 
think I said I've been in it for about seven months. So uh, it's been an amazing um, time coming down to the Margaret Street branch. But um, as anything that I can do to, uh, you know, further um, assisting customers and helping um, my organization meet uh, their mission and values, um, I'm all for that. Um, were you at the Route 31 prior? I was, yes. Yeah, so. Yes, you were, because you were down across from Nance. Exactly. Shout out to Nance, because she's going to hey, listen to this. Nancy. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, Nancy, you don't know about this, but you'll be here soon. Woo. Just you weren't on, as, as I explained before, you weren't as high in the list when I was going down through emailing people. So Watch The Office. Well, well, yes, and watch The Office, because Nance is great. I bet you Nance, Nance is an office. She's got, she's got office humor. Oh, my goodness, yes. Yeah, she, she's, she's right good. We, yeah, th- some of the stuff I don't think me and her could say on air some of the stuff that we've talked about, which is usually because she's in the mortgage business. And we, when you go to a closing, there's not a lot that we really need to do. It's kind of, they might ask you a question, you know, usually with the realtors and, you know, um, the bankers were there as more of like moral support and the clients kind of like, yeah, everybody's here for us. And you want to celebrate, you know, them closing. There's not much we really do besides you know, like hobnob and just kind of network. With the smiles with on the your smile face. With a smile and just chill. And so usually <laughs> I get paired up with Nancy, whether it's on one side of the table, over on the couch, on the chair, wherever. And usually we talk about anything but real estate and banking, and I always have a great time. So That's Nancy right. is, I would say, very close to you and just very always in a good mood, always excited, always happy. One of my favorite people. A heart of gold. Um, yes, and she does. She, she's just a time. She's a good time. So uh, we'll get her on. She, she'll be, she'll be uh, I think she'll be excited. Maybe not. Maybe she'll be, she, I think she'll be okay. I Nancy reminds she'll me be she'll be fine. nervous. Yes. She'll be, nervous. She'll be sitting there and I can see her be like, Kaylin, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, nobody knows. I don't even know what I'm doing, Nance. We're just rolling. Ready? Go. No, I just like freak her out. But uh, no, it's not that bad. We'll, we'll, we'll make it. Uh, we'll soften the blow, Nance. We'll, um, we'll, uh, it'll be a good time. We'll be a good time. We'll, we'll have fun. Um, so back to, again. I'm re- sorry. I think, yeah, I did not answer your question or fully, maybe. Maybe you didn't. I don't, I just go. So what, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got my, we were off on Nancy, we went on the Nancy tangent. That's right. But no, I'm really just excited. Um, I also work with the, uh, United Way. Yes. Yes. Yep. I actually I think I knew that. Yeah. So, uh, they're very good friends of mine. So I want to keep, um, uh, doing good things for them and seeing them be successful. So I think that that's a important part. So as I've gotten a little bit older, I found that those organizations, because the United Way, having grown up in Plattsburgh, it's been in the same building for as long as I can remember. Yes. And you got the, like, the little thermometer, and they color it in, and like everybody knows it's there. But I, I didn't know anything about them until the last couple of years, which I, like, I know is crazy. Like You know of them. You hear of them. Like Same thing with like JCO. Like, you hear of these organizations, and it's not until you really like learn about what they do and the impact they have. Because again, as you know, a young professional, young kid, you don't really care. And now as you get older, you get a little more aware of your surroundings and people and dynamics and like, you know, especially the stuff they do to help people in need. And it's like, it's pretty cool what they do and what they spend time on. So I'm always fascinated. Like we did a, we did this golf tournament Yeah, and this is year two and we're going to do your, your probably forever because it's just fun and we have a good group of people. Um, but we raise money for JCEO and United Way through it. And it's like, Basically, a bunch of people get to get together, have fun, but you're raising it for a good cause, which is exactly. cool. And we named it for the kids because they obviously have kids organizations there. But um, what is your, I mean, 
when did you start getting into community involvement? And because and, I think a lot of that has to do with the, the Trailblazer Award, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. I agree. So, I've been working um, with them for about two years. Um, I also uh, uh, are on the campaign team for the Red Cross, too. But uh, a lot of my focus does go to the United Way. And it was just an introduction um, from uh, Kent Backus, uh, you know, to their team. And um, I worked their golf tournament uh I think two years ago, um, up in Lake Placid. And then John asked me if I would come on on their campaign team. And I was more than happy to say yes. Did you, uh, do you play golf? No. <laughs> <laughs> the way you made it sound, I was like, do you, did you drive the beer cart? I will no. I was just going <laughs> to say I had the golf you cart You might have been the most going. popular person at the tournament. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I had my own golf cart. So that was, that was fun. But, uh, yeah, no, no golfing over here. <laughs> I was gonna say if you just like drive, if you like drove the golf cart, and had like a headset on and like a clipboard, it'd be like, who is this girl? She's <laughs> that's like, right. she's like, just go. Does she, she's got beer. Like if you had beer, you'd be good because that's a very hilly course. So oh my goodness! You gotta, yeah, I'm sure people beautiful. are very parched by the time they get through most of that. <laughs> um, no, but it's fun. I, the United Way one, it, yeah, they do it up in like Plaza. That's when they do like the charity one, or not the charity celebrity, like local yes, celebrity exactly. one. Exactly. I think that's kind of a cool little like event they do. Um, I don't know who the the celebrities are, but I know like a couple times like uh, um, coaches and stuff. They yes. might have like local sports coaches or like the local newsman or something like that Ex- or newswoman. Like yes, um, but that, yeah, that is a fun one if you can participate. Uh, but it is always for a good cause, as you said. And mm-hmm. as you get older, you know, there's. Um, I think you see more that there are people in need. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can use their two one one number to uh, refer somebody if you wanted to do that in a confidential ma- manner. Um, so there's definitely ways to either just reach out to them directly if you know someone who is in need um, in order to get them help. The uh, yeah, now I find again, like I said, at a young age, you don't. As you get older, you just become more aware of stuff, and like it, it's cool that our interests are way different than we were as kids. You know, we talked yes. about like going to school and like, it's funny that now if you had to really break down like what I get excited for, and it's kind of like to use a Christmas analogy, I get excited for getting like wool socks. Like, yeah. you know, as a kid, you're like, I don't want socks. Like, right. dumb. but as you get older, you're like, I want the comfort. I want the, you know, I don't want the entertainment. I want like the comfort and the, you know, the uh, uh, ease, I guess, or the um, getting time back kind of thing. And I was meeting with um, a buddy this morning for, um, breakfast and he's like man my back man is tight and like he's like I'm stiff and I'm and he's like man just getting older and feeling stiffer and I'm and I'm sitting there thinking I'm like yeah and he goes something about not snow blowing his driveway because his neck was hurting because I just wanted to pay someone to come snow blow and he goes now I kind of you know it's kind of nice I can't afford to do that and I'm like yeah when you're a kid you can't and now it's like you know you're what? out there on your it's own snowing, it's cold my neck hurts I'm old man you go out and do it and Who's it's like <laughs> it's it's just it's like a weird thing as you get older it's like you you go from buying when you're younger usually like fun stuff to mm-hmm. then you start buying more like comfort and more like uh, like I said more time more um ease of whatever it may be just stuff you don't have to worry about doing like it's more convenient that's what you're paying for as you get older and i'm like you know what i'm in or relaxation like the, yep vacation or something nice and like yeah I'm, I'm good i've worked hard i want to relax it and comes back to you are, are you a, are you a work hard play hard kind of person i am um i think that you know like you just said you come to work you do uh what you have to every day it's nice to go out and and treat yourself and reward yourself to things are you an ice cream person? I am. What's your favorite flavor? Chocolate. Just plain chocolate? Just plain chocolate. Wow. Um, see, when I was... I, I, do, I can do a twist. 
I like chocolate candy. I've never been a super big, like just plain chocolate ice cream. See, okay, so during the summertime, we go to Harrigan's a lot. Okay. I will jazz that up a little bit, so. <laughs> Sprinkles? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I wish. That would save me. So uh, chocolate ice cream, and then you take um, the peanut butter sauce, mm -hmm. and then you put peanuts on it with a little bit of whipped cream, and then I'm good. So it's a chocolate peanut butter sundae. Yeah. Okay. That's... And if it's really good day, then I'm going to put it in a waffle cone. Okay. All right, level up there. That's right. I uh, I served ice cream. So my real uh, my my work career, I served ice cream, and it's done real estate. That's it. When wow. people ask my background, I've never given a. I don't think I've ever given someone a resume before, in my career, which is, I guess, kind of weird. That's kind of unique. Now I did say this, and I had some friends say, "Well, you coach soccer and you substitute Todd," and I'm like, "Listen, okay, coaching soccer, I don't really consider it a job. It's fun. I had fun with it. I didn't consider it work." And then substitute teaching, honestly, I was in college. Like, that's nothing, man. I showed up. I watched kids. I actually read half the time because I didn't have kids in the class. So anyway, it's not like you get to prep for anything. I'm like, I'm just showing up, making sure the kids are like kind of paying attention. That's right. And you don't get paid a ton, but it's like better than just sitting at home. Yeah. So I was like, whatever. I'll go and put a suit, put it in a suit and tie, put a shirt and tie. I wasn't, suit, I wasn't that fancy. Uh, <laughs> shirt and tie and then go. But uh, yeah, so the ice cream, um, I think to this day, I still have the muscle memory to make a pretty good cone. Oh. Because what people don't realize, making an ice cream cone, people put way too much motion into it. Have you ever tried making them an ice cream cone? No, 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 no. Soft ice cream. Soft oh, ice cream. Soft. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. Mm -hmm. No, hard Don't cheat. Hard ice cream. That's <laughs> it. She's over there like this. making like a scooping. I'm like, you can, <laughs> you got time. The problem is when you pull a soft ice cream machine, the gravity works against you because it starts coming, like it's coming down. It's not like you're scooping this up. And it's straight. <laughs> yes. And you got to do the loop and you got to, the problem is everybody gets there and they start doing this like weird motion with their hand. And next thing you know, it's like looped Ooh. over the side. Yeah. But to get that like tight, like uh, twirl. Yeah. Or like like an upside down, almost like an upside down like screw. Yes. It you got to keep it tight. You got to keep it like it. There's a there's a technique to it. Now you probably aren't putting it on all the way either, so you don't take that well, handle. Well, and what you do is you start out slow and then you build, and then you do go kind of fast. But the thing, this is nerding out an ice cream here. Sometimes temperature affected it. Like days that it was really warm, as crazy as that sounds, like it heats up. It gets. Um, the room gets, uh, the room, the booth, whatever you're in, it gets a little bit warmer. So I always found that the ice cream on really hot days, especially if you're using it a lot, it would get a little more soupy. So you would have to go a little slower. Okay. And there's some days you literally could crank on that thing from the start and it'd be like, because if it was a slow day, cold day, whatever, um, a lot of it had to be dependent on how often you used it. So obviously mm -hmm. hot days, a lot of people are coming and it's also hotter in the room that it would come faster out of the spigot or whatever you want to call it yeah and those are the ones where i'm like okay buckle up because this thing could go this could go all over the place and there's some days you're just sitting there holding it and it's just this slow motion um there is a fine line but i i think that it's 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 one of those funny things in life you're like oh i can make a cone and then That's i'm like okay right. make it and you look at it no you can't <laughs> and it's and, and i don't it's not like you don't like you show up the first day and get it i mean it takes it takes a little bit of practice but you can get to the point where you can i think i think i used to do four cones at a time so you'd like, you'd bring the cones in your hand like this. So you'd do like one and put it in your pinky, do, do the next one, do the next one. So, so you'd basically impressive. be like, yeah, so you'd hold it like this. You almost had a rack in your hand as you're going. Now you weren't doing larges because the weight would be too much. But if you're like, hey, give me a couple of smalls. Baby cone. Yeah. yeah, a couple small, small, do a medium, medium and hand it out. So you'd be like, Choo -choo -choo, and hand hold them all it. out. It was like, when, you know, when you go to like a, almost like a hibachi grill. 
and the guy's like showing off with the knife. Oh yeah. That's about the equivalent of showing off at an ice cream stand. That's about <laughs> as much as I got. I can put four cones out at once. Um, <laughs> but uh, so just plain chocolate is like your go-to. Yes. You a Stewart's person. I. Would or are you eat- just like soft ice cream? Um, I I would eat either. Are I'm not a, picky. Are you a big ice cream person? I have. The only reason I say big ice cream, some people like 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 sweets, but they like like cookies and candies and like cakes. Well, like the other day, we made chocolate chip bars, and I put chocolate ice cream with it. So okay, good mixture. Yeah, that's okay. That's fair. I but it's not an every night thing. I'm a cookies and cream guy. Ooh. But uh, every night, I'll be honest. I I I told my friends beginning of COVID. I was very a year ago. If you saw me a picture a year ago to now, I was like lean mean back then. Uh-huh. Now I'm a little thick boy. I call myself like a little, little, little more, a little more um, stronger. I'll call myself. Okay, I'm not really stronger, but a, a little go. more. Uh, yeah. So what happened was over COVID. I'm like, dude, I need to. Like I'm going stir crazy at home. I got to find like there was no routine. Mm-hmm. Like when we were like you watch all these TV shows and talk shows. Like oh for COVID, you know we want to make sure if you're home, find a good routine. I'm like, listen, I got two kids. I'm just like trying to get, I got calls scheduled here. We got, you don't know when the next thing's going to come out when they're talking about this part. Like my industry's got this and like, it was just chaotic. So I'm like, I need something. I need something to keep me like grounded. We had a gym in our back garage that we literally finished like a month and a half before COVID. It was like the perfect timing. So I went out and I started like lifting every single time. I'm like, great. I'm going to lift. I'm going to gain weight. Cause I was, I was pretty light. Like I'm like, I gotta gain some, I gotta get some strength here. I'm a little guy. So I ended up doing it. It was all good. It got to the end of the summer. Kind of hurt my, um, I don't know if I actually hurt it exercising, but I ended up kind of like tweaking something in my back. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to slow off. And I was eating to try to gain weight because I'm like, you got to eat, gain weight. So then long story short, I ended up just like not really doing the second part of like the leaning out that I wanted to, which is whatever. It was fine. I played golf. wasn't really working out. So that's what I'm saying now. 2020, ate a lot of ice cream in 2020. There you go. Yes. So, because it helps you gain weight. I mean, I don't know if you knew this, but eating a lot of ice cream actually helps you gain weight, which I wanted to do. And now I'm like, and I'm fine. And then I just kind of, we had a kid. So I'm like, we're just rolling in and we're winter, winter weight, you know, we're good. So no, well, we actually substitute, uh, movie wise, um, my son's into star Wars movies. So, you know, movie night now entails popcorn, which classic. Yeah. Not plain popcorn. No. Okay. (laughs) I was going to say, I know where you're going with this. It's not that's just plain. Right, that's right. That's just dry. It, Get it out has of here. a little bit of goodies in it. So yeah. you have to add the gummies and a little bit of like the M&Ms. Oh. Yeah. I oh, do. you're a sweet and salty girl. Yeah. Mm, okay. So, you put M&Ms in there, you said? I do. That's good. That's a uh, peanut wow. butter ones. Or not peanut butter, uh, peanut ones. You know what's crazy? I'm 31 now. I've never in my life put candy in popcorn. Do it. And you know why? I don't know why you, I, you literally just said that to me. I'm like, oh, I, I I love trail mix. I love anything salt and sweet. Sweet and salty together mm-hmm. is great. Like a uh, little bit of gummy bears, the popcorn, the See, M&Ms. See, I don't love gummy bears because sometimes gummies, but if you were to put, the M&M sounds amazing. Oh, yeah. That sounds just fantastic. You would like that. Hmm. Even if it's, a you know, the popcorn's a little bit warm and even if it got the- A little melty. Exactly. Ooh. Wow, I my mind's blown right now. Right I don't know why I never thought of that. I'm sure they do it. I'm just like oblivious <laughs> to this. I'm like popcorn butter, like popcorn. Do you like cheese on your popcorn? No, I don't like it. It's on your fingers. Yeah, I'm a texture guy too. So if I, again, a couple of my friends, my wife will tell you this. I wash my hands 
way more than I should because I don't like stuff on it. Because if I'm mm-hmm. cooking, I'm constantly washing my hands. Yep. Like putting like raw meat or if I'm putting like oil or something or like olive oil and it gets on your hands, it gets on your clothes, it's done. You're ruined. Exactly. So I always say clean people where, you know, I try to try to be clean, tell the kids like, listen, I'm going to wipe our hands off before we run off off your chairs and, you know, grub up everything in the house. Like at least you're here and contained because my daughter is, give that girl some stuff on her hands. It will go everywhere. She's just, she's a wild (laughs) child. On the walls. Oh yeah. She's, I always just call her messy. I'm like, you're you're just messy. She's got face hair everywhere. Absolute sweetheart. But my God, she can be, she she can find the dirty in like everything. That's right. And my son is like stuff on his hands. He's like, wash my hands. I'm like, oh, wait for those down. It's her. She's not a problem. Like just grudge. So, um, no, that's, that's actually, that was great. Um, so Monty, anything else that you have, anything else that you, that we do not know about you. Not really. Any, <laughs> like, cl- close the book. <laughs> this is me. The, 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 uh, the uh, no, actually, the other thing, which I didn't, we're going to go one more time back to the award you got. Did it feel weird accepting it virtually versus in person? I'm sure it would have been, um, I mean, you, because you went last year. Yes. So the whole event is just amazing. You know, there's some type of theme. Um, everybody, it's a good night. So everybody's up and talking. Um, I, I was grateful no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would have been a little bit different because there is about 300 people in the room yeah. uh, in order to uh, deliver a speech. But um, I think that I delivered it well. So yeah, it was great. Um, thank you. Um, it was taped. You d- it was taped. It was. Okay. Yes. Yeah, first I'm like, maybe it is live. Cause right. Yeah, well, no. I didn't know the difference. Known, yeah. Right. Uh, but yes, it was uh, pre-recorded, actually, downstairs. So. Oh, okay. Right here. Yes, with oh. Chris. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, would you have been nervous to speak in front of everybody? Um, I think I would have just been nervous. I mean, I got nervous when I was assuming that it was going to be my time <laughs> to, to receive it. Um. But I, I know I would have gotten through it. So yeah, it's it's weird. I think because you got to think you're just talking in front of crowds is different. But if you kind of know what you're gonna say, and and I got to be honest, you're in your work environment, so you're comfortable, right? It's not like you're like throwing it out and like, hey, talk about this subject. You're like, I don't know anything and you about. Didn't give me any notice? Yeah, yeah. That's I'm like, totally how do different. how do you do a podcast? Like, uh, I don't know. But like, right. I mean, that. But it's like, yeah. I mean, you're going in. You kind of know what you want to do, and you know who to thank, and um. Are you a, are you someone? If you were to give the speech, would you have wrote written down your speech? Yes. Okay. Definitely. So you're a planner, right? Okay. Because some people aren't. Yeah, I just wasn't I, sure. So I mean, if I could do it that way, that would be amazing. But I would be that would make me more nervous not to be prepared. Okay. Did, did you have? Are you one that puts down talking points, or do you write your entire speech out? Written. The whole way. Yes. The whole speech. Um. So. Okay, so the thing is, I've done a couple things like speeches that you have to write, and one of them was a wedding, uh, best man speech, wedding speech, wedding speech. Okay, yeah. That I wrote up the whole thing. Yes. Is there stories? And I didn't want to like miss stuff out. I didn't want to just like shoot from the hip because it wasn't like a thank you speech. It was like a talking speech. So I did write that out. I was also weird because I actually have it on like I printed it out. So I'm like here I am like pulling out a piece of paper and unfolding it. Where I see now you go to weddings and people like pull out their phone. I'm like I don't have a phone. I had like old. I'm like st- this wasn't that long ago either. I mean I should have had it on the phone. I'm sitting there like I typed it all out. Actually, I believe I hand wrote it and then I typed it. Yeah. And then I ended up bringing the type sheet because it was easier to read with me. 
and I didn't have a phone. So I was old school and like flipping through the papers. Um, the speech last year, I, I didn't have a speech. Oh, good and, for you. Which I, I'm not saying know. like one way is better. I just, I've done it two different ways. So right. I was just kind of always curious when people do speeches, like, how do you do it? Like, so you're, like I said, just jot, jot the note down. Boom, note, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be able to, well, I wouldn't trust the phone. Mm-hmm. Because like, what if you ran out of battery right before you're supposed to yeah. go up? I would <laughs> not like that. Like, has your phone ever run out of battery? No. Yeah. See, that, it- <laughs> it's, like, it's like one of those like, it's, it ever runs out of battery. Has it ever? No, but that would be the it, time. <laughs> uh, well, uh, do do you know um, you know Jared Burns? Yes. Debbie Burns, Jared Burns. Yes. Okay. So Jared's a good friend of mine. So he was talking one time they used to do photography and he right. goes, okay, you always want to have a backup camera. I said, really? I said, well, it makes sense. You know? And they said, well, because one time I went out doing this photo shoot and out on like a boat or a kayak or a oh. canoe or something like uh-huh. that. He goes, I brought one camera. Then he goes, I went and did all the photos. He goes, the moment I, I came back and got on the dock, the first photo I took, the thing went, did something. There was some sound that it made. And he goes that the flash, because it only can like, Sometimes lenses over time they just die down because yeah. like the amount of flashes that you take, so, and I, it was some absurd amount of like flashes. Well, he had hit his like quota on the flash; it broke. Oh, and he no. goes, he goes, twenty minutes earlier had it done it going on the boat, and I was on the boat pulling away, and it's it's a wedding, so it's kind of like you know timing's a oh, little <laughs> timing's a little bit of important in a wedding. And I don't think it was like when they were getting married, but it's still like they're out. But and, those are the moments. So you have all these photos and he's like, oh, great, good photo, blah, blah, blah. And he gets on the thing and then it breaks. And he, and he said, he goes, I literally was so scared because he goes, did I lose the footage? Did I lose? And he was, he, and you're he, not doing that again. He got the footage, the can, the lens broke, but, or the lens or the can, one of the two, the body, but it was just a flash, like the, the actual like shutter. Right. So it must've been the lens, but yeah, either case, like, so it's always good to have a backup, but I, I agree. I'm. I'm one of those people, if it like dips below 50%, it's on the charger. You have to go, yeah. I charge it every, it's like 70%, go to bed, it's on the charger all night long. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I, when I wake up and I haven't charged my phone, I'm like, what was wrong with stressed me? Stressed out. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like, everything's fully charged at all times. My computer, all the time, is all charged. And people are like, you shouldn't charge it full all the way. And I'm like, no, no, no. I live between the, I live between the 80 and the 100. <laughs> That's right. It's below 80, <laughs> it's getting charged back up because, yes. you know, I, I don't know, it's just like, that's it. I just don't want to be caught with no power. Um, so Monty, if Monty, that's that's that a new name. That, we're rolling with that. We're rolling with that. So Ryan, Nancy, I'm I'm sabotaging your group. I'm in. I'm in the Monty crew now. Um, so um, if people want to um, actually, again, Galen, we're gonna go back Trailblazer Award. Were you? This was what Saturday. How many people? Or Friday. Friday. You're right. Sorry, Friday. So today is Wednesday. Less mm-hmm. than a week. How many people do you think reached out to you between oh my, Friday and now? Uh, it's been 100, 200. Like I'm, I'm sure I saw the Facebook post and it blew up obviously, but like, yes. I'm sure you had a ton of people just reaching out. I did. I've had people, um, that I know mm-hmm. people that I don't know because you know, uh, that know of you from the space that know of her. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you can now contact people like on messenger. So I'm getting, you know, uh, congrats, yeah. yeah, congrats that way. Um, people have reached out, uh, to my parents to give me congratulations. It's just been a really, really good feeling. It's, it, it's pretty crazy when stuff like that happens and you realize like, Oh my God, like it, you're still the same, you're still the same person by, by all means, but then it, it kind of validates what you've been doing. And it's like, Oh, a lot of people, a lot more people than I knew took notice of this. And that's yes. really cool. So, yeah. 
It's it, a great feeling. It must, I was going to say, it must feel good. It does. Yeah. I'm, I'm still, I haven't You're still smiled. beaming. You haven't stopped smiling since you got here, <laughs> which is <right>. good. <laughs> um, so if people want to reach out to you, if they want to reach out to, you know, your your branch, how to reach, how do they get a hold of you? So um, I am at the 9 Margaret Street branch in Plattsburgh. Uh, there's a few different ways that you can get in touch with me. Uh, you can call the branch. Uh, you can go onto our website, uh, and find me uh, as a contact there, um, or you can um, make an appointment. Uh, we do have those capabilities on our website, also. Um, or you can you can come to the branch. Perfect. Yeah. What color ring is that? This is uh, my birthstone. So I I was born in November. What color is it? Citrine. Uh, it used to well they changed the name. It used to be topaz. Like. <laughs> layman colors i'm colorblind so oh okay i was <laughs> they're like what would you say what was the first thing you said what? um that it, oh this is my birthstone no no but what was that oh, citrine I, I don't even know what color that is well, it's, they, is the, it orange it's yellow oh okay i'm sorry i should have picked up on that too because you're like well you can tell me um <laughs> like, I'm like i've never that's not in the rainbow i know the color's not in the rainbow <laughs> that's right yeah no but that's my birthstone no it looks really cool i, I was just like it, it just caught my eye as you were you're rubbing your face, so I was like, "No, that's that's it." Yeah, citrine, citrine. I've seen it for citrine. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it, but there we go. That's cool. Yellow. Yeah, yeah I'm colorblind. I thought it was orange. So no, it's all good. No, no, that's okay. I mean, close so, to this. This is this is the uh, the spa- the what's it called? Like the shiny thing, shiny object thing. When I'm just diverting all around, right? So you put it up, it caught my eye. I'm like, "What is that?" There and we go. Now I know knew or learned a new term today. So. um, Matisha, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. This for was fun. Me. Thank you for everything you're doing, continue to do, and obviously, congrats again on the award. I think um, anytime you see people getting awards, and obviously the people that got them this past Friday were well deserving. But it's cool when you see, like, especially people you know and people that like, not I mean, not to put anybody down, but like when you know the person and like are super pumped and like, hey, I know they like firsthand deserve that kind of thing that's what gets me excited you know because some people you see getting like i don't know who that person is but I, i'm sure they're doing well and then you want i was like yeah, i think i did like a fist pump gene probably heard me from the other room i was barricaded in my room with kids running around so i was like i want some peace and quiet but that's right it was good so congratulations no, thank you for cheering me on i uh again it was a uh honor to be able to accept the award and uh the chamber of commerce i thank you again and We'll see what the, the year brings. There you go. All right. That is it. That is episode 115 of Monticia Prather. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Galen Trombley Show. If you want to reach me, you can go on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. The spelling, G-A-E-L-A-N-T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y.